Kaisara back here again. Another chance to feel, another way to think of how we can feel God's love. Just to remind you from the last time what we did, we spoke about the idea that God loves us like a parent loves a child, and you can never stop loving your child. People can meet each other, have a relationship, get divorced, split apart from a partner, split apart from a business, but love from a child to a parent never changes. No matter how much the child is a little bit difficult, the parent still loves them. And years can go by and the child can come back and say, I'm sorry, and the parent comes back to them. Same is with God. No matter how far away we are from Him, He always wants us back. He never wants us to feel, oh, I've been so far away, how could I come back? Never. You take one step to come closer to Him and God's like, here I am, waiting for you. I'm so excited that you want to come back to me and learn more and get closer to me. And there's a beautiful example in the Torah where King David's son, Avshalom, he was a son that was not a healthy child. He wanted to kill his father. And he ran around thinking of ways he could kill his father. And when he wasn't able to, he ended up dying. And when he died, King David cried over his son. He screamed eight times, my son, my son, how did you die? If only I could have died instead of you. I love you so much. King David loved his son so much, even though his son wanted to kill him. Could you imagine? That's the love that a parent has for a child. It's so clear. A child always remains a child regardless of what he does. Even when it seems that the child has destroyed their relationship with their parent, the connection is always there. We know of so many parents and children that separated for years and they didn't talk to each other for years. When the child came back, I'm sorry, mom, please forgive me. The parent right away forgive them. The reason why it's hard for us to understand this is because it doesn't work both ways. We don't feel the same love for our parent the way the parent feels for us. We are children and we get upset at our parents and we're like, I don't like my mom, she makes me crazy, I can't look at her. We have those moments and then the parent always has a different way of looking at it. And that's what's so wild about our relationship with Hashem, with God, that God says, I love you more than you can ever imagine because my love for you is a love that never gets destroyed. Do you get this idea? It's eternal. It's unconditional. And let's understand the difference. When you meet somebody, all other religions begin. When you meet someone, you begin to develop a connection with them. You start, you say, oh, I like the way they look. I like their shoes. I like their socks. I like their hair. We get to see the outside. We don't get to know them. A close connection takes time to build. It doesn't just happen one, two, three. We think, oh my God, I fell in love. I'm in love with this guy. But really... Falling in love is not the easiest thing. It takes time to fall in love. People say, I fell in love. You don't really fall in love. People fall in and out of love so many times. But really, it's a relationship that gets built slowly over time. So really, falling in love is not what it is. It's that I build in who I am, and then I can build love for another person. But a child is completely different. It's so wild to see. Imagine the idea, you know, when a child is born, they wake you up in the middle of the night, they demand to be fed night after night, and they scream, Mommy! And they throw up all over you. 
and you say, I love this child. If somebody would do that to you, you would be like, get out of here. Leave me alone. I'm calling the cops. Why are you banging my door night after night? But this little baby who, you know, just for a few weeks gets away with it night after night. At the top of the wolf, you think they're the most adorable thing on the planet. So now we got the story together. The love that a parent has for a child is eternal, doesn't end. It keeps getting stronger and stronger as a child grows up. And it becomes something that you never want to leave. And when a child needs their parent, the parent's right there for them, a healthy parent. And we're so lucky. And that is how God loves you. God loves you in a way that no matter what, He's here for you and He wants to take care of you. And He doesn't ever say no in terms of like, I never stops loving you. He never looks at you with different eyes no matter how far away we've been. He's like, yo, you're my girl, you're my man, you're my thing. I'm here for you. I'm going to take care of you. Take a look at our bodies. Your heart is beating every single second that you're alive. Someone's sending you love every second that you're alive. The coolest thing is about your body is that your heartbeat has a very, very cool idea in the way that it beats. Your heartbeat goes 10, 5, 6, 5, 10, 5, 6, 5, 10, 5, 6, 5. That's how heartbeat goes up and down. That's how you, if you look at an EKG thing, you will see that that's what it looks like. And the coolest thing is this rabbi, Rabbi Lazar Brody, says that Hashem's name is Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. Yud, in every single letter of the alphabet, of the alphabet, has a numerical value. Aleph is one, Bet is two, Gimel is three, Vav is four, Hey is five, sorry, Vav is six, Hey is five. All the different letters have a different numerical value, and Yud is 10. Listen to this. God's name is Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. Yud is 10. Hey is 5. Vav is 6. Hey is 5. Check it out, woman. Look at that. 10, 5, 6, 5. And God's name is 10, 5, 6, 5. Your heartbeat that beats into your heart every second they go, bump, 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 is going. 10, 5, 6, 5. 10, 5, 6, 5. 10, 5, 6, 5. 10 beats up. 5 beats down. 6 beats down. 5 beats up. Your heartbeat is going up, down, up, down, up, down. Your heart's beating God's name into you. God is saying, I love you, my girl. I love you, my man. I love you, my child. I'm with you every second. That's the realization. We are in God's loving world, swimming in a world of love. I was created with love. I live in a world of love. I give love. I feel love, and I am love. I am love, woman. You are love, woman. I am love. I spread love. When you look around the world and you see the trees and the flowers and the beauty and the singing and the dancing and the fun and the joy, that's God's love for you. God's like, I'm in love with you, my people. I can't stop loving you. You're my child and I love you. Here's the deal. So hopefully today we got that feeling of I'm in God's love, world of love. I'm in a connection of love. God loves me and I love him and I'm sending him a hug. And then we're going to share a beautiful story. Ready, set, one, two, three. Here's my story that kind of matches. It's a little bit different, but we're going to try. The coolest thing is it says that your student is like your child because you give to your students so much you connect to them so much it's not your child but it's like your child so my story is a few years ago one of my students who i hadn't seen in many many years 
came back to me and helped me out in my life because we all are there for each other and God worked this beautiful thing out for me. I was living here in Israel and I love Israel so much. And I didn't want to go back to America because every time I come to Israel, I'm like, I love Israel. I can't go back to America. I just want to be here. And I went to pray at the Western Wall and I said, God, can you do me a favor? I sincerely want to stay here in Israel. I don't want to go back to America, but I don't have a job. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just a little bit lost, and I really need you to give me a good job. I want to work with girls that fly in from America to Israel with seminary experience. I want to be with those kind of girls. Those kind of girls are my girls. I love them. They're, they're excited to grow. They're excited to be here. We go on trips. It's fun. That's what I want. And I told that to God by the Western Wall, left the wall, and done. Okay. I'm walking out. It was around, it was Sukkot area, the time when everyone's walking home. Thousands of people are walking outside. I'm walking past Shayafo, the big area in Jerusalem. And a girl comes running up to me and she goes, You saved my life! You saved my life! You saved my life! And I'm like, um, hi, I don't know who you are. I never met you. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's dark now. I don't see your face. What are you talking about? And in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, she has the wrong person. I'm so embarrassed. I look at her, I'm like, listen, I don't run a CPR. I'm, I, I don't work in any ambulances. I don't know who you are. I, I think you have the wrong person. She's like, no, no, I don't have the wrong person. It's you, it's you. I said, I'm telling you, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I don't know who you're talking about. And she looks at me. She goes, look at me. I said, I'm looking at you. She's like, do you remember me? I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, come sit down. We sit down. And I'm just looking at her like, what is going on? Who are you? <clears throat> she's like, listen. She said, do you remember a few years ago, you were you were in a camp, Camp Sturmberg? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you remember it was the last day of camp and you were sitting down giving a class and then there was a girl sitting on the side on the bench? I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe. So I go, oh, my God. I remember she was actually wearing an orange dress. She goes, uh-huh, that's me. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? This is the story. She sits down and she tells me, Chai Sarah, do you remember? She goes, I was looking all over for you. I wanted to tell you what you did. You saved my life. I said, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Please remind me. Here's what she, t- what she tells me. She says, that day, you had just finished giving your class, and I was sitting on the side, and you saw me crying, and you came up and you said, why are you crying? I said, oh my God, I remember. Wow, that's so weird. I remember the orange dress, little girl sitting on the side crying. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. So she says to me like this. She says, this is what you told me. I asked her, why are you crying? And she said, look, I'm right now in public school. And the school that I'm in, there's a lot of people bullying me because I'm Jewish. And I'm not really religious. I don't know much about it. But I don't want to go back to public school. I want to learn about my Judaism. I want to become closer to God. But I don't know how. I looked at her and I said, little girl. I just want to let you know that your tears are the most precious things in the world. You're crying now? I said, when someone cries for God, those tears are never forgotten. She says, thank you so much. I said, well, I said, well, what can we do for you? She's like, I don't know. I just want to go to Jewish school. I want to go to be with Jewish people. I want to be closer to God. I said to her, come here. I said, God, just guide me. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I am. You know, I need you to help me. And this is in camp. She's reminding me of the story while I'm sitting with her in Jerusalem. I woke with her to the rabbi at the head of the camp. I said, listen, rabbi, I don't know who this little girl is. I just met her, and she's crying, and she needs somebody to help her. The rabbi says to me, listen, I'm going to take care of her. Thank you so much for bringing her here. And I said to this girl sitting here telling me the story, I said, I wondered what happened. I didn't know. I closed the doors, and I never saw you again. She says, let me tell you what happened. She said, I was crying to the rabbi how much I wanted to be in a Jewish school. He called up a special guy who has money to help people go to Jewish school that are in public school. 
and he called up this guy, and this guy says, I am giving this woman $10,000 to go now, and I want her to go to Jewish school. And she tells me, Chayisara, you're not going to believe this. Because of this guy, he went, and he got me into a Jewish school, and I went to school in Milwaukee. I'm like, that's insane. And she says, I remember when you told me, you told me your tears are very precious, ever cries for God. Those tears are never forgotten. I said to her, that's so beautiful. I can't believe it. And she says, the rabbi got me into school. And from being in that school, I became more religious. And from being there, they led me to want to go to seminary. And right now, I'm here in seminary. I look at her and I go, oh my God. I'm like, you know what? You were like my student because she used to come every single Shabbat and listen to my classes and thank me for them. And I said, you're like my student, like a little girl who sat there on the side watching me. I had no idea what would happen from this. But a child is always connected. And I had this connection with her right away when I met her. I had this connection right away. They're like, oh my God, like I just want to, you know, reconnect with her as if it was like a long lost child. It was very interesting. And she tells me, Chai, so I just want to let you know that if you need anything, I am here for you. And what do you want? I said, oh my God. I'm like, what's your name? She's like, Aviva. I'm like, Aviva, listen. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Yo, tell me what you want, what you really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to work in a seminary. She goes, you want to work in a seminary? You got it, girl. I will help you out. I'm like, really? She's like, yep, I will help you out. Now, the coolest part was, it was on Sukkot, meaning I didn't have my phone on me. I didn't have any way of getting a hold of her. I didn't have her phone number. I didn't know anything. She tells me, God's going to get us back together. Don't worry. We disappeared from each other for a while. You're going to get back together. I said, thank you so much. Okay. I walked her back towards her school, but I had no idea. It was in the dark. I had no idea where it was. I didn't have her phone number. And that was the end of that. A few weeks later, I'm walking on Ben Yehuda. And a few girls come to me like, Hi, Sarah, are you the one that we met at night in the dark when we were walking with Aviva? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my God, Aviva went over to the head of the school. And she told them that she wants you to work for our school. I'm like, really? That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. They're like, yes, we just want to let you know that she's working on it. And Aviva went to the head of the school. She spoke to them for me and said to them, you need to let Chaisara come work in the school. And she said, listen, she did an act of kindness for me years ago. And today, right now, she is here in Israel and needs a job. Please can you let her have a job. And the rabbi's like, you know what? I'm going to get back to you. Meanwhile, I'll pray. I'm like, Hashem. Please help me find this job. And these girls bump into me on Ben Yehuda. And they're all excited. They're like, Chaisar, you're going to work in our seminary. This is so exciting. And the week of Parshat Chayesara, every week of the, the Torah portion, and the week of Parshat Chayesara was the week that I called up the rabbi and he said, we want you to come. It's the middle of the year. We don't take people in the middle of the year. But Aviva pushed for you. And that's why we want you to come. I'm like, Aviva, that's incredible. And Aviva arranged for me to come to work in her school because something that happened years ago continued on. Nothing gets forgotten. God remembers everything. Like my little child came back to me. We became friends in the school. We learned together. We had so much fun together. And she would do all kinds of kindness. She's like, I said, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing because of the fact that I went to yeshiva. Because you you told me that my tears were so precious. Therefore, now I'm here in the school and I'm loving it. I mean, Aviva, friends today, and I get to speak in her house sometimes. And every time I'm like, Aviva, do you remember that day? You ran up to me and said, you saved my life. And I didn't know who you were. She's like, I'll never forget that day. So I want to say thank you, God, for bringing me back to Aviva, my little child that I didn't know where she was for so many years. And now my child came back to me. 
And Bezrat Hashem, we have many more stories where we open up our eyes and we see how God's taking care of us, God's loving us. We're living in a world of love, in a world of joy, and a world of connection. And anybody who has any stories you want to share, yo, I'm open to hear. I love your stories. I love to hear. I'd love to know. And I can't wait to see you again. Have a beautiful day. May you feel God's love in everything you do. Thank you.